dog. Your mother ate my dog. The podcast, episode sixty-three. That magical jingle bringing us in for episode sixty-three. Um, it has it has been a while. It sure has. We had we had a little bit of a summer break, and then we'll do like a few more podcasts, and then we'll have another summer break. Mm -hmm. A lot of breaks. That's okay because only we care about the podcast. Pretty much. I didn't um, have anyone asking me why we didn't make any episodes. No one no one was asking. Oh, well, okay. Well, I didn't I wish I didn't know that. Oh, I kind mean, of, I, people are asking me all the time. Where's the next episode? Kind of breaks me down. Um, but a lot has happened in the world that we have been able to talk about. Right. Did you see the new um, Willy Wonka movie trailer? I saw like two seconds of it. I just know that Timothy Chalamet is in it. Um, you had a birthday and you went and saw Asteroid City. I did. Have I not talked about that on the podcast? It's been that long. No, huh? we haven't had a podcast. So, so the plan was, I think on the last podcast, episode 62, do you remember what the movie was? Of course I do. On that podcast, you talked about how you were going to go and see it and have dinner mm -hmm. at your favorite restaurant. Yes, I did do that. It was great. That was June the 19th. And now it's July the 12th. It is. Um, this is ahead of our, I don't know if you've picked your movie for next week or if you're want to keep doing the podcast um but if you want to choose asteroid city you can okay i'm not going to but All right. are you suggesting um, that you've, you've seen it or you are i haven't seen it i haven't seen it but I, um, um i might just watch it on my own hmm. not for the podcast which is fine did you hear um that pat sajak is stepping down i didn't he's finally retiring Finally retiring, yeah. This is old news. This happened like a month ago. Oh. Um, but they named his replacement also like a month ago. You'll never okay. guess who it is. Uh, the Rock. No, um, but a hint is that he has hosted, not a game show necessarily, but one of the longest running reality shows of all time. I can only assume. Uh. The dude from Survivor? No, but that'd be wild. Wouldn't it? No, it's like a... It's not a... It is a competition one, but it's more like an individual where you have to... Where you have a one talent, and then you have to do that talent, and then whoever has the best of that talent could be Kelly Clarkson, or it could be... Um, Ruben stuttered, and then they, they'd be really famous and rich. So it's not going to be Simon Cowell. He's got too much going on. Is it Rand Randy? <laughs> no. Paula it's not Abdul. Randy. It's Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Ryan Seacrest, the new host of Wheel of Fortune next year or whenever. I think he's going to retire after this year. Okay. That's exciting. Um, It's a change. It's a change. 
first Alex Trebek retired and then now Pat Sajak. And I guess, I don't know about Vanna. I think Vanna may be leaving as well. I'm sure. Should look that up. People need to know. What else has been going on that perhaps isn't Wheel of Fortune related? Well, I tried to look up like news from the last month, but um, nothing nothing really caught my eye. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure it's, something has happened. Here, okay, let's. I'm going to go to uh, famous people's deaths and see if. Great. What about you? What's what's happening in your life? Not too much. I'm pretty bored lately just because I don't have yeah. my, par- my partner around. Um, what have you been doing? Uh, not much. I was in uh, the U.S. just this past weekend um, for an outrigger race. I have a question for you. You said you went uh, down the coast and, and part of going down the coast of the United States, you were going to like twilight locations, right? Correct. I was going through, I was driving down to uh, Stevenson, Washington, which is right on the, right on the border of Oregon and Washington state. And I was, went by like this restaurant that was like off the highway. And it said like a twilight location right on the side. Is that, uh, is that ringing any bells? I don't know. Maybe they filmed the, because they, they had to, the, like a restaurant or a diner or something. Maybe that's where they filmed it. But you didn't go to that location. You didn't go to like a restaurant. No, we went to Forks, which is where it's it takes place. Yes. Even though it wasn't really filmed there. It was filmed in Vancouver. Uh, and we went to La Push, which is where um, Jacob's character, the werewolf, uh, is from. Oh, okay. Well, next time you go down there, you'll have to go to this restaurant. It had a big sign on the side saying it was a twilight location. So, Thanks for the question. Yes, you're welcome. Mm, I'm not really seeing any famous people who, are de- who have died. Uh, what about you, listener? Uh, what has happened in your life? What is going on? Tell okay, so somebody who was on All My Children died mm-hmm. at, at 48. Sad Vietnamese poet, um, an American voice actor from the Yogi Bear show, was 99. That's pretty old. Um, a Danish cricketer made the national team dead. Um, a New Zealand standard bred racehorse dead at 23. Rest in peace. Yeah, Wikipedia does a lot of interesting things like include racehorses in their deaths and their list of people have died. Yeah. 
an American film producer. Okay. Yeah, so that's about it. Okay, that was uh, informative. Yeah, so it's been like a month. What has happened in a month? Oh, yeah, no idea. Unprepared for this question. Well, that's okay. We always have a fallback um, topic on this podcast, which is the movie we watched. Oh, yeah, we don't have to go there yet. We can talk about, I mean, okay, so it has been like a month since we've met up. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen some movies. I'm sure I've seen some movies. We can talk about it. Oh, yes. I have seen a lot of movies, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember them all. So are you just like sitting at home, like petting the cat and that's that's all you're doing? Well, I've been paddling a lot. Oh. But I do actually have a movie I remembered I watched that's uh, of, uh, it's noteworthy. Because we were like talking about it on the box office game one time, and we're like, we're definitely not going to watch that movie. And then I watched it. I watched Grumpy Old Men. Oh, yeah. What about the sequel? You want to see the sequel? I did not want to watch Grumpier Old Men. Hmm. And I also watched Dog Day Afternoon. Um, which is pretty good. There's something else I watched. I used I used to like write down the shit, st- the stuff I watched, but I I've stopped doing that, and now I just don't remember anything that I've watched. Well, I've written them down, which is the only reason why I would remember. Mm-hmm. Asteroid City is, of course, another one. I know there's another one too that I watched. I just can't remember. What do you have for dinner tonight? As a single man. I had hot dogs. Is it, so is this kind of what you're doing? You're eating like hot dogs and hamburgers, a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think. Oh, what have I seen? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yep, I asked. Um, so I watched the movie Air. Hmm. It's on Prime. It's about mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, but he's not really in it. With like well, he's shoes. not in. It. Yeah, six point five out of ten for Air. It's a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck romp. Mm-hmm. Next movie I saw was Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, that one of five point six. You know, it was entertaining. I think I don't know if it would be a good podcast movie, but. Um, yeah, kind of predictable, you know, about a bear on cocaine. Um, and then I saw two two Oscar-nominated films from last year. Oh. Which goes into our Oscar-winning movie that we watched for the podcast um, from 2004, which we'll get all into that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Triangle of Sadness. That was an eight point three out of ten. Yeah, for me, it was it was long, but it was good. Uh, Woody Harrelson was in it briefly. Room, room, and then the second Oscar-nominated movie I watched was Tar. I heard that's pretty boring. It is super boring. Five point two out of ten. 
Nothing happened. Very boring. Mm-hmm. Great acting, Kate Blanchett, though. But whew, yikes. Yeah, I could have told you, could have saved you from that one. I remember another movie I watched. I watched Moonlight. Oh, that was, I remember that one being a good one. Yeah, it was pretty good. Also, Oscar nominated movie. Funny uh, fact about Moonlight, it was announced as the winner of the Oscar until they're like, oh, wait, I mean, La La Land. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. It, it, it was the winner. Yeah, okay, you're right. Other way around. We'll do a little, little edit. Uh, funny fact about about Moonlight, it won the Oscar. Right. And La La Land got, it was said was won the Oscar, but didn't really. If it was opposite, more people would have been mad because what that movie was versus what La La Land was. I haven't seen La La Land, but very white. <laughs> do you know what, what wasn't, do you know what wasn't white? Um, Crash. It wasn't white. I mean, there was some, you know, there was some other ethnicities in this movie. That is true. There were some white people, like Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan Fraser was in it. The issue with these kind of movies is that, like, you have a Sandra Bullock, you have a Brendan Fraser, you have a Ludacris. And like you want to see more of them, well, Sandra Bullock's character is kind of a pain in the ass, but but they they're only in it for like a small portion. Yeah, the result it was quite the ensemble cast. A lot of a lot of people in this one. Don Cheadle. Yep. This movie could have been a lot longer. Um, Considering how many people were in it and all the all the different you know threads of plot, it was less than two hours long. Right. So, okay, so so crash before we get into it. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. No, that's okay. This this film won Best Picture uh, at the seventy eighth annual Academy Awards. It also won Best Original Screenplay. And best film editing. Do you want to hear what movies it beat out for best picture? I think I know most of them. Brokeback Mountain. That's but, the big one. Yeah. Um, Munich. Mm-hmm. Good Night and Good Luck. And Capote. I hadn't seen any of those movies. Well, actually, I think I saw Munich. That's, that's a lie. But I think a pretty weak year for movies so it winning, it, it winning was still silly, but maybe not as crazy. The guy who wrote it, Paul Haggis, won the year before for Million Dollar Baby as well. So two in a row. Ang Lee won Best Director. Okay. Yeah. Now you go. Oh no, that's that's a. I was just gonna comment on the name you've put for your. You know the 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 medium in which we do this podcast lets you pick a name and you put bad movie picker. No. You didn't think this is a bad movie? Oh, I thought it was a bad movie. Okay, 
I'm just, I noticed that you perhaps think it was a bad movie. We're on the same page. It, it was comically bad. The, like the slow motion, it employed the music they had, um, the, the story itself. Mm-hmm. It's all bad. And the fact that it won best film editing blows my mind. Best screenplay blows my mind. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't good. No, no. It was very, very ham-handed, and it was trying way too hard. It's like, and just, I don't know. It's like this movie is about racism, and every single person is racist and a terrible person, and they all intertwine. Wow, isn't that crazy? It really makes you think, doesn't it? Just like, I get it. I see what you're doing. So melodramatic. The one I liked the most, though, was um, the cop. Not, like, the main bad cop, but, like, the young guy, Ryan Philippe, mm-hmm. formerly married to Reese Witherspoon, when he was, you know, the good guy being like, I can't be with a racist partner. Let me handle, um, what's the guy's name? Terrence Howard. Also, a little aside here. Um, Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard, um, they were both Iron Man's sidekick, uh, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Terrence Howard was in Iron Man 1, Don Cheadle, Iron Man 2 and 3, also in The, the Avengers. But So that's interesting. Anyways, um, when Terrence Howard, you know, him being a man of um, pride facing off with Ryan Philippe who's trying to help him. And then Ryan Philippe just shoots the guy in the car. Yeah. Right after it's like, Oh, and he just happens to be Don Cheadle's brother. Like everything is intertwined. And then the one thing I did, I found, I found uh, interesting was that they started and ended the movie with a crash smart so smart and then like the guy who owned the shop shooting the little girl but oh the the gun didn't go off oh man yeah yeah very heavy hand movie best movie of the year oh yeah amazing yeah it's just like there's better films also that have done like everything's intertwined. Like, I don't know, Pulp Fiction would probably be a pretty good example. And it, what happens in Pulp Fiction is a bit more subtle than what's going on here, which is like, like really all these people are, they keep running into each other this much. It's just like, it was, it was, it was too much. And there was a lot of scenes too, where we're supposed to be taking it seriously. And it's like, they're overacting and it's just kind of ends up being hilarious and not actually very serious. Uh, the writing is horrendous. I mean, there was some decent acting for sure, but I mean, they're working with some shit. They're working with shit. They have, it's just so over the top. It felt like a lot of these, the scenes were like, you know how in the nineties Canada would put out like these PSA commercials 
like don't do drugs and if a bully is bullying you get help or whatever like it all felt like mini scenes that were just like PSA from the Canadian government about bad things yeah it was uh it was hard to watch this is the second time I watched this I hated it the first time and then you made me watch it again because we needed an episode of the podcast where we just raged bring the people back yeah so yeah I I and yeah because like a lot of the conversations people had like I'm it's like this is not a conversation people aren't this is not how people act you're just like you're trying to make it more dramatic than it is it's like every cut character goes into a speech so so stupid one of the things that inspired the movie was uh, when the director got carjacked he's like oh this would be a good way to start a film (laughs) (laughs) I guess it wasn't carjacked the film Uh, Sandra Bullock was only on screen for 5 minutes and 10 seconds um she was the top billing. Oh, really? Yeah, her and uh, Brandon Fraser. It well, it goes Sandra Bullock and then Don Cheadle. But mm. yeah, yeah, there was no real. The only like character that was all good, I would say, was the the locksmith guy. I forget his name. He's been in other things. But every other character was like good and then a piece of shit. Yeah, Michael Pena. He's done a lot of stuff. He has. Yeah, I would have been sad if his daughter died. Yes, me too. But thank God the bullets were blanks. Thank goodness. And the and the daughter was the was the nurse. Who saw Don Cheadle's son was dead, and Don Cheadle's mom was the thing, and the oh, so stupid. Why did you make me watch this? And there's like a human trafficking thing at the end. Yeah, that was dumb. That was like the stupidest part. It's like, and then the guy like at the. The chop shop or whatever is like, yo, I don't care. You can keep the van. I'll buy those people. I'll give you f- 500 bucks a person. So that person's not going to do that. That's the stupidest thing ever. And they're like, this will really make the people make people think. So, oh, my God. Poor. So Tony, badly written. Tony Danza was in it for a brief second. Yes, he was. Yep. I, I really did like Ludacris. I thought Ludacris did great. Yeah, he was a pretty good performance. Like, there's good actors, and and you could tell that they were good actors, but yeah, they didn't have much to work with, fortunately. Um, when I said that the writer or the director was carjacked, um, he was inspired to make the film after being carjacked by two African-American men and a blockbuster video. Oh, while driving home from the from the premiere of The Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Afterwards, he began thinking more about the impact of race, ethnicity, and class in American society, and then he wrote Crash. 
that's so inspiring. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk much about this movie. I'm pretty much done talking about it. Just yelling. Uh, not a lot of good trivia on it. Um, this film didn't have a very big budget. It's a $6 million budget. So the house that um, Sandra Bullock and Brendan Fraser were living in was actually the director's house. Oh. Save some money there. One of the cars was his car too. I'm not sure if it was which one it was. Maybe, maybe it was the van that they had all those Cambodians in. Right. Um, okay, well, let's get to scoring. I don't know which direction this is going to go in. Yeah. I'll let's... do I'll do acting first. Okay. Um so, okay, so every actor in this film wasn't in it for very long. So you kind of had to you know, really pay attention. Um, there were some good and there was some bad. Like Terrence Howard just crying, being like, oh, I'm a man. And then his wife, Fanny Newton. <sighs> I don't know if I liked what they were doing. Sandra Bullock, she just, she fell down the stairs once. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna give it a five, five for acting. Okay, right down the middle. I do like how one of your acting notes was Sandra Bullock fell down the stairs once. She didn't really do. I mean, she didn't really do much. Um, I didn't like her character. Does that mean she's a good actor? She's because she's playing a bad character. But then I just remembered her. She just like slipped because she was wearing socks and she just slipped down the stairs. Yeah. Um, like I said, there were some good actors in this movie, but uh, not much to work with. And then even some of the actors who are, you know, well regarded, perhaps didn't have the best uh, performances. Sandra Bullock, I didn't think her performance was that great. Um, Matt Dillon, I don't know if he's really known for being a good actor, but Entourage. Uh, sure, he's an Entourage. I thought he sucked. Um. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't. wasn't great. Five. That sounds good to me. Okay, I'll do ending then first two, and then you can just copy that if you like. Did you even watch the movie? Okay, so ending. I don't even know where to start with ending. Like when when the cops shot shot the guy because he pulled out his statuette because he's racist deep down um i didn't really see the human trafficking thing coming so that's that was good i'll give the ending a two out of ten a two out of ten yeah i'm impressed with the ending um, it's hard to end. So a movie like this needs to end the film in a cohesive way, bringing everything together like a Pulp Fiction did. If you're going to have all these intertwining 
plot devices and it all has to meet somewhere then like what's the point of the movie and then so I got to the end I'm like well what was the point of the movie so two out of ten yeah it was like look how all this yeah because it I don't know a movie like this where all the plots are intertwined like it feels like it should culminate at the end but really didn't culminate at the end it was just kind of like the same thing we had been watching the whole time it's like oh the guy he shot was the kid that Don Cheadle saw at the beginning that's crazy but it was like I don't know we've been watching that kind of crap the whole movie it wasn't that special and nothing really was closed up there's still a lot of questions and frankly I didn't really care about those questions being answered. Uh, I don't know. Three out of 10. I always pick these scores just off the top of my head, right? As we do them. I don't really pre don't have them preloaded. Let's give it a three. I don't think I've had a preloaded score in months. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well then you do end or uh, score to 10 first. Cause why not? Sure. It's a pretty bad movie. Especially when you think about the movies that it went up against for winning Best Picture. This movie won Best Picture. Just think about that for a second. It lost to Brokeback Mountain, which... It beat Brokeback Mountain. Uh, sorry, I meant to say, yeah, it beat Brokeback Mountain, which is a much better film, much better acting, and actually an interesting story and like heartfelt moments, and it's genuinely sad and interesting. And also, I saw another one of the nominated movies. What were Capote? they? Yeah, Capote. I've seen that too. That's better than this. Um, so that kind of leaves an extra sour taste in your mouth. And uh, yeah, and a lot of people say this is the worst movie to win Best Picture, which is, I mean, by from all the ones I've seen, because I've seen probably 50 of them. This, yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, three out of 10. Three out of ten for the whole thing. Three out of ten. That's pretty crazy. Uh, let me just see what ChatGPT thinks. Um, okay, so this movie was bad. I apologize for picking it, but I picked it because I thought it'd be you know we'd have something to talk about. Um. And boy, did we ever. Sure did. The The movie didn't really make any sense. It was kind of a waste of my time. Um, <laughs> I guess it, it probably wasn't the worst movie we've seen. No. Um, out of the 63 movies we have. But it was still not great. Um the ending was bad. The acting was fine. The writing was bad. I mean, best original screenplay somehow. Um, I'll give it a four. Four out of ten. Okay. To send the kids home happy. Um, now let's just see what Chad GPD thinks. Um, could you rate the film... Crash, 2004 out of 10. 
Oh, you're giving you give me this baloney again. It didn't read it, um, but it didn't really like it. So that's good. It didn't like it. It didn't appear to, to like it, but it also didn't want to give me an opinion because it's it's an AI thing. Right. Uh, Crash 2004, episode 63. It's pretty good. Pretty good because we're going to have a little bit of a shorter episode today, uh, which I think is also good as we, we try to remember how to, how to do these things. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's good. Now, normally what happens is because I picked a movie for this one, you have to pick a movie for next week or Mm -hmm. whenever. Mm -hmm. So do you have a movie in mind that you want to say, or do you want to make me guess? I had like, I've had like five that have been like, I've been switching back and forth with. So I'm going to pick one. I'm going to settle on one right now. And that'll be the one we watch. So give me a second. What's the one I want to choose? I want to choose. Okay, I got it. It relates to the man who wasn't there. As in it's in black and white or is it Cornwallis film? Not that it's in black and white. It's a Coen Brothers film. Could be. All right. Coen Brothers movies. And let me guess, John Goodman's in it. Not that I'm aware of. It's um, a movie I just, I I picked it because it's a movie I've been thinking about watching for a long time. It's just kind of fascinated me. A certain actor doing something that he's perhaps not known for normally doing. Is it Hail Caesar? It is not Hail Caesar, no. Hmm. I'm going to... So Raising Arizona, you've already seen. Plus, you would never do another Nicolas Cage movie. It's not Nick Cage is not in it, as far as I know. Um, is Oscar Isaac in it? I don't think so. So it's not Inside Lewin Davis, which does star John Goodman. A long time. It wouldn't be No Country. Well, it could be Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. No, I've seen that. I think this one's probably not it's supposed to be not one of their best. Oh, that's good. Is it the Hudsucker proxy? It's not the Hudsucker proxy, no. Oh, so it's the Lady Killers starring Tom Hanks. It is indeed the Lady Killers starring Tom Hanks. Hmm. All right. Have you seen that movie? No. Great. I love that. Six point one out of ten. Is that on IMDb? Anyways, okay, interesting. You know who doesn't love a good Tom Hanks movie? Right. I've seen a lot of Tom Hanks movies, but not this one. Ever seen Big? Oh, I've seen Big. That's probably my favorite Tom Hanks movie. If I were to choose just one. So I just read another news article that came out 
um, when we were on hiatus is Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers, they, they separated and um, they each did their own movie that have either come out or are coming out. But then they, they finished doing their single movie each and now they're coming back together and doing another one. Thank goodness. We need more Cohen brothers movies. The Lady Killers. Uh, Lady Killers, also a 2004 film. There you go. Hmm. 2004, that's a a year we like, I think. Historically. Marlon Wayans is in it. J.K. Simmons. I'm interested to see J.K. Simmons. I like J.K. Simmons. Okay, the Lady Killers. Can't wait. Um, maybe I've seen like parts of this film because I kind of remember seeing maybe Tom Hanks in a basement with a bunch of guys. So I haven't seen the film, but I think maybe I, I kind of have seen parts of it. Okay. Which is funnily, perfectly fine. Funnily enough, Waylon Jennings. Marlon well, Wayans. No, no, I'm talking about Waylon Jennings now. Waylon Jennings, a country singer. Um, he's, it sounds a lot like Marlon Wayans. Oh, speaking of Marlon Wayans, uh, he is in a movie that I was also going to choose. Which I'm probably going to choose, but once Mackenzie gets back, because I think Mackenzie wants to watch this movie as well. She wants to watch Hot Chicks? Hot Chicks? White, white Chicks? I don't know. I'm not going to reveal too much. But anyway, The Lady Killers. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to look. I'll have to do some investigating for what I want to do for my movie. So what we have... Okay, so we have this. So the 19th. Then we have the 26th. Mm-hmm. And then we have the one early one. So we have three more episodes until you're gone for a bunch of time. Um, when do you would, leave? It would be t- uh, August 4th. So yes, three, if as long as I'm not. Mm, no, you'd pro- you probably have two then. I'm thinking you're probably gonna be like no i've i've i have to pack also Mackenzie will be back for like three days and then i'll be gone for like three weeks right and she hates the podcast so she would never want you to waste time with her or waste time when she's around on the podcast right i get it so yeah i would say two is a safe assumption all right you have one i have one perfect it is perfect don't pick, make it count. Don't pick Crash again. Please. I won't pick Crash again. I'll probably pick a newer movie. I might just pick Asteroid City to make it easy for you. You could if you want. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll pick something wild. Titanic. That's yeah. in the news. Have we talked about that yet? Oh, I think we have. Yeah, all those people dying. Yeah, but they're rich. That tragedy back in the 
in the 30s or whatever that was? Uh, 1912. 1912. We should watch the Titanic then. We don't know. The year April 2012, April 1912. Jack Sawyer and um, Kate Winslet, whatever her name was. 1912, huh? That was a little far off, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, you were. I was trying to do the math because I was thinking, well, how old was Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie? And he's like, well, he looked probably about. 18 or 19 or so and then i try to do the math so like oh that would make it about 1930 but i think he's he must be older than i thought he was uh he was 15 in the movie okay just kidding i don't know pay me like your french girls so no i want the movie i don't want the actual sad um 17 year old rose Okay, if she was 17, 17-year-old Rose, her wealthy fiancé. That's weird. Hmm. Um, DiCaprio was 21 at the time. Okay. So that makes sense. Maybe he was a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, don't know. But um, the role was supposed to go to River Phoenix, but... uh, he died. Right. He did die. All right. So last thing we're going to do for old time's sake is this box office game. Okay. To kind of just get us into the mood of going to bed. Right, great. August 7th, 1998. What okay. were you doing? August 7th, 1998. Well, I was probably in about grade one. Um. I don't know how many movies I was really absorbing at that age, but it is also an impressionable age. Probably like well, we have, we have a Disney movie that we'll start with. Maybe okay. that'll get your, get your uh, juices a flowing. Okay. Uh, Thirty-two million uh, in its second week. Hmm. It not- is a comedy family, so it's not animated for ninety-eight. Oh boy. Well, give us a tagline. Don't forget the actors. We don't want those. Twice the fun, double the trouble. Um, this is a twin thing. Are we thinking? Are we thinking Lindsay Lohan? Ooh. Are we thinking Lindsay Lohan in um, whatever that movie's called, where she's a twin? She's just a twin movie. So, are the Mary Kay Nashley movies? Um, Disney movies or they, no? I, they wouldn't be Disney movies, and they would be they would be ninety eight. They'd be uh, later than that, or earlier than that, like early nineties. Okay. Yeah, the Parent Trap. That's what you think it is. Yeah, I'm gonna waste a guess on the Parent Trap. Ooh, are they gonna give me the second Parent Trap? Uh, it is the Parent Trap. Great. Nice uh, Lindsay Lohan. So you didn't you have never heard of Lindsay Lohan playing um playing a twins? No. One of the twins is British. She was on a British accent. I think I had this movie on VHS. Oh. A parent trap. I've seen this movie more than once. That was pretty fun. 
Yeah. Okay. 20th Century Fox. Um, the next one, 76 million in its fourth week. 20th Century Fox. It's a romance comedy. Somebody's excited. A romance comedy. Who's it starring? Cameron Diaz, number one. 98 Cameron Diaz. Is this a movie we've seen on the podcast? Is, is this? No, 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 no. Is there? Is it's, this? There's something about Mary? I will guess. That's, there's something about Mary. Um, there's something about Mario is a movie, apparently. You are correct. There's something about Mary. The tagline is, love is in the hair. Because of the infamous hair scene. Right. I haven't even seen that movie. Okay. Here it's pretty funny, okay. though, and I do know the hair scene. The third actor build is Matt Dillon, who you may know from Crash as the racist cop. Oh, yes. Very racist cop. All right. The next movie is a Miramax film. $24 million in its first week. Miramax. How much did it make overall? Does it say? Actually, no, uh, I wouldn't say. It doesn't say that until you reveal the, all the hints, I think. No, you can do it for, for five points, and it's $75 million worldwide. It's a horror thriller film. Miramax. Miramax, for some reason, I'm getting like a Scream vibe. I think that's... For Miramax, for some reason? That sounds about right, but I feel like Scream would have made more money than that. Maybe not. The first Scream? I don't know. Who's in it? Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, so maybe we're thinking Halloween now? Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. it's going to be one of the Halloweens. No. From 98, though. If I were to guess, okay, it's not going to be Halloween H2O. It's going to be the one before that, I think. Halloween. There's a resurrection? No. Or the return of Michael Myers, Halloween 4. Halloween Mm. Kills? Halloween Ends is the one that just came out. Maybe do Halloween H2O. Halloween H2O. Uh, oh, 20 years later. Yeah, okay. Uh, you are correct. It is Halloween H2O. 20 years later. Okay. Uh, not to, you know, uh, toot our own horn. Uh, but we're three for three so far. Aren't we, wasn't that the fourth movie? That was the third one. Okay. Uh, Parent Trap, There's Something About Mary, and Halloween H2O. We're doing great so far. Doing great so far, and we haven't even gotten to the number one movie. Number two movies, Paramount Pictures, $16 million for the first week. It's a thriller crime mystery. Starring Nicolas Cage, our friend Nicolas Cage from 1998. What year did Face Off come out? 97. Hmm. What would have come after Face Off? The, what's that movie? The, 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 Rock? Is that what it's called? No. I think The Rock... Because, yeah, he did that around the same time. Yeah. There's you like know a... what? I don't know if he was a number one. It's not The Rock. Uh, Gary Sinise is the second actor. Gary Sinise? Yeah. 
Uh, third actor is Carla Gugino, the mom from the Spy Kids franchise. Okay. Gary Sinise and Nick Cage. What's the tagline? Be- believe everything except your eyes. Perhaps a nose mystery. Believe everything except your eyes. Nicholas Cage, 98... It's an action thriller, you said? A thriller crime mystery. Thriller crime mystery. Hmm. Maybe let's go back to that one. Come oh, back. Okay. Come back Career. to that one. Come yeah. back. Okay. The next one is a DreamWorks film. Mm-hmm. Which which has grossed 103 million in three weeks. Okay, that's pretty good. Drama history war. A drama history war movie by DreamWorks. First thing I'm digging is Hunt for October. Hunt for the Red October. Yeah, I think that's a 98. No, no, that movie came out in the 80s. First actor is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So it's not. Oh, it's just. I guess. It's just freaking. Um, it's just freaking Forrest Gump. Oh, it's no, it's Saving Private Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, Forrest Gump is like ninety four. Okay. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. All right. Okay. Well, shows what I know. All right, we just okay, have one more to get. It has Tom Hanks. Nope. It has Nick Cage and Gary Sinise. I'm going to read you the plot. Okay. All bets are off when shady homicide cop Rick Santoro witnesses a murder during a boxing match. It's up to him and lifelong friend, naval intelligence agent Kevin Dunn, to undercover the conspiracy behind the killing. At every turn, Santoro makes increasingly shocking discoveries that even he can't turn a blind eye to. So I think it's going to be something about your eyes. Something with your eyes. Well, you could, if you go up to the search bar and you type in I, it'll give you like suggestions. So it's kind of like cheating. Well, in in this game, though, if it was I, it would have, um, it wouldn't show it. It would like uh, dot it out. So I don't think I is actually in the title. Uh, you don't think so, huh? Um, it's going to be, it's a movie called vision, crime vision. Vision, There's one called double vision. Yep. That's the one. It's not double vision. Okay. Good old, uh, witness to the crime. Okay. Well, I gave up on that one. Um, you are correct. Eyes, eyes was in the title. It's called Snake Eyes. Have not heard of that movie. Me neither. Um, but today was our highest score. 615. 42nd percentile. I mean, four to five. Not bad. Four to five without like, really guessing other things. I'll take it. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm, very, I'm particularly happy with my Halloween H2O guess. That was very good. It's difficult for you because like, you're... You don't have this in front of you. Right. So always impressed. 
Um, Snake Eyes, 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. The problem with Snake Eyes is that it's also a G.I. Joe movie. So not a whole lot. Um, I gotta go Snake Eyes, 1998. We did better in 1998 than we do in um, any year that's closer. 41% Rotten Tomatoes. So good for us, you know, six and seven years old. Did great. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. Especially since I haven't seen any of those movies except Saving Private Ryan. You've never seen, well, you got to watch The Parent Trap. Um, Dennis Quaid. Oh, I love Dennis Quaid. You ever seen The Rookie? It's good than that. Yeah, a good baseball movie. Yep. For sure. Um so, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna log off here pretty quickly. Yeah. Um what what's your next step? You're gonna brush your teeth and go lie in your empty bed or I am going to brush my cat's teeth and then brush my own teeth and then go to bed. You brush your cat's teeth? I brush my cat's teeth. You don't want them to have gum disease. Um so you sit all three cats down and you brush each of their teeth? Yeah. And you do that this late at night? Yep, we do it at nighttime. Every second day that gets done. Do you use toothpaste? Yeah, I use cat toothpaste. Mm-hmm. A little toothbrush. And then... And uh, they, they just let you do it? No. They, I mean, they don't like it. Hyde, Hyde is the easiest to brush the teeth, for sure. Moose is like, he'll tolerate it, but not really. He kind of hates it. And Abel, you can't really brush his teeth, to be honest. He doesn't really let you. So he has like an enzymatic like spray that you put in his mouth. It's like, I guess if you were to put a mouthwash, it's like that. Did you take one of the vet and they're like, oh, you need to do this? That's how you're doing it? No, you just, you're supposed to brush your pet's teeth. Anyway, we just have like um, you can get like chew chew things so they can they just eat and it helps. Mm-hmm. One of my cats doesn't have any teeth. Yeah, Gino which is, is unrelated. Toothless. Sure. All right. Well, okay. As we come to our our class again, you know, we miss a few weeks and we're back to the same time. It's like. Clockwork. Um, is, is there anything you wanna you wanna say or? I don't think so. I just um, I wish everyone a happy New Year and a great uh, Easter long weekend as well. And I hope you find that Tom Hanks in in your life. This is this our first Tom Hanks movie? It's gotta be. First glance, yeah, it's looking like it. It's looking, looking like it for sure. Yeah, we'll say it is. Okay, cool. We don't watch as many. Um, okay, so before we go, mm-hmm. we used to only watch horror movies, bad horror movies, right? Before we started the podcast, and now we watch anything but. I almost picked a horror movie, but didn't. 
Maybe I will. The Lady Killers. Next week. Crash. This week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone.